You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Tonight at 6, from boats sinking to avalanches, the record snowfall in Juneau is becoming destructive, with temperatures continuing to fall across the rest of the state. I'll have that latest forecast. And speaking of forecasts, the 2024 economic forecast presented today by the Anchorage Economic Development Corporation will tell you how the city is faring from jobs to future opportunities. Then we go inside the gates with Carly Shrek to meet some of the semester students at the Alaska Military Youth Academy. Stick around to hear more. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening, everyone. Southeast Alaska is getting hit hard once again by record snow, sinking even more boats in Juneau Harbor and caving in at least one roof in Alaska's capital city. Now, the Juneau Harbor Master says four boats in the harbor sank this morning due to the weight of that heavy snow with fears that more could go down. He's urging boat owners to immediately check on their vessels and safely clear away snow if possible. Meanwhile, avalanche danger in the area also remains high, with two more avalanches already occurring on Basin Road and above Beverance Avenue. The city and borough of Juneau putting out an advisory saying the likelihood of more avalanches is climbing, with the threat nearing historic levels. We have team coverage tonight as residents and homeowners are encouraged to stay alert to their surroundings and to current weather conditions. We'll head first to Chief Meteorologist Melissa Fry for an update on the forecast. Melissa. Yeah, Mike and Maria, the snow that we have seen in Southeast really over the past two weeks, yes, it has been record setting on multiple accounts, but again, just a lot to deal with. 63.8 inches of snow is what has fallen really in the past 12 days in Juneau. This is the snowiest two week period on record for the capital city. It is also now already the second snowiest January on record with 69. 0.2 inches and we're closing in on 2009 when we had over 75 inches. This is what it looks like right now. We have seen temperatures warming through the afternoon. That snow ended early this morning transitioning to freezing rain and rain. So sloppy conditions uh, and now we are seeing in the weight of that ice on top of the snow. Temperature right now holding on at 32 degrees. The good news is that precipitation has come to an end. So getting a break in that regard. Uh, the tough news is though temperatures are going to drop back below freezing so anything that's liquid uh, will refreeze and become ice on the roadways and we do have more moisture on the way. Second half of the day tomorrow, we're going to start to see rain moving in from the south. Initially scattered showers late Thursday into early Friday, but late Friday into Saturday, we're talking heavy rain moving into Juneau and across southeast, likely seeing one to two inches of rain here at the end of the week. Again, on top of that, nearly 70 inches of snow that we've seen. As we head into tomorrow, again, temperatures starting out below freezing in Juneau, 
nothing but climbing into the mid-30s in the afternoon. So that next round of moisture will initially likely fall as a snow-rain mix. Across the rest of the state, still dealing with that bitter cold, still seeing strong winds in Prince William Sound. Temperatures there not too bad at 20 degrees, but Wasilla, Anchorage, and the rest of the state seeing those high temperatures well below normal for this time of year, only reaching the single digits after dropping below zero tonight. I'll more on that statewide forecast here in just a bit. All right, we'll see you then, Melissa. Thanks. Steve Kirch in Juneau has more of our team coverage on this tonight. The historic snow followed by freezing rain is proving too much for boats, roofs, and even the hillside to support. Avalanche forecaster and emergency programs manager Tom Matisse says what we're seeing right now here in Juneau is called an upside-down snowpack. A heavier, dense layer of snow on top of a lighter, more fluffier snowpack. So it's a setup for failure. He says that's what's leading to the snow slides. Today, an avalanche happened near Barron's Avenue. He says in that path, there's more than 40 houses and a hotel. There have been no damage reports. That's good considering this context. Matisse says right now, some of the avalanches can be more than 20 inches deep, when it only takes three to five feet to hit a home. Right now, the avalanche danger means Basin Road remains closed at the 8th Street intersection. Also reports of three roof collapses. You know, there's been a few porches that have collapsed, a few mobile home roofs that have um, been damaged. I know one commercial building that also collapsed and failed. So we're, we're definitely seeing a tremendous amount of snow in the jurisdiction right now. And four more vessels sinking. Has the harbor master and Juno leaders urging people to clear the snow off the roofs and boats. For the next 48 hours, Matisse says it's urgent for residents to avoid avalanche paths. There can still be danger, but right now things have been coming off as we had predicted in smaller avalanches and smaller sections. So we feel very fortunate, but we want people to know that it's just a good time to not be in avalanche terrain. Big avalanches are happening, and in areas where no avalanches have occurred, they could be even greater to the size of catastrophic right now. The City and Bureau of Juno is also requesting that residents avoid any unnecessary road travel due to slushy, icy road conditions and snow that is yet to be removed from the roads. Reporting from Juno, Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. Right, you can keep up with all the severe weather in Southeast and with updates on the cold weather across the state from Melissa and the weather team on Alaska's Weather Source app, available for a free download in the App Store. Well, the new report on the Anchorage economy is predicting modest growth in 2024. The report predicts a total of 1,400 jobs will be added this year, with some in nearly every sector. The report says the visitor industry will remain a bright spot in the Anchorage economy this year. Jobs in the travel and transportation industry will also grow, as well as construction. And with two North Slope projects coming online, the oil and gas industry will also add jobs this year. But along with the positive, there are also some challenges. Anchorage Economic Development Corporation's President Jenna Wright joins us now to tell us more about the forecast. Jenna, thanks so much uh, for joining us this evening to talk about this report this evening. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, so there does sound like there's some good news here. Is there anything in particular that you're really excited about? There are a lot of things that I'm really excited about, about our economic forecast report. I mean, we managed to avoid a recession last year. We are slowly but surely adding more and more jobs back to our economy from the jobs that we left. We lost in the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, we're going to see job growth across all sectors. We have record high personal income growth for Anchorage residents. Um, and so those are all really, really great things for the Anchorage economy that we have to look forward to. What are some of the biggest challenges you think we'll be facing to that continued growth? 
I think the primary challenge that Anchorage is going to see over the next few years is a reduction in not only our overall population, but more importantly, our working age adult population that employers are going to rely on to take advantage of all of these billions of dollars that are coming into our state, whether it's from the oil field investments that were mentioned or public infrastructure funding that's coming in. Right now, we've got about two and a half jobs open for every one person looking for work. And so as we see our, um, our population continue to age, that will be our primary economic concern for the next coming years. So the report also touches on consumer confidence, which is still considered low when it comes to the future of Anchorage. Why do you think that is? You know, I think this is a conundrum that a lot of economists find themselves in across the country right now. We have these positive economic indicators, but then we have this sort of a, a pessimism coming from the consumers. And I think it's a lot of it's due to inflation. So while the inflation numbers we're seeing are getting much closer to normal, that doesn't mean that prices have come down to levels that uh, folks were used to before the pandemic. And, 2019. And so I think that's probably one of the primary drivers that is um, causing some of this negative consumer um, optimism. There was so much information shared at the luncheon today and after, during that report. Any other thoughts of what you'd like to leave us with or just any key points you want to get across? I just would say that I am so optimistic for Anchorage's future. I mean, we're seeing billions of dollars of investment in our city and our state that we haven't seen um, since probably the 80s. Um, so I would say our biggest focus right now needs to be on retaining the young uh, students that are graduating from our high schools and then attracting as many folks as we can from outside. So as much as all of your listeners can be brand ambassadors for Anchorage, that is going to be the most important thing for us to do to grow our economy. All right, Jenna Wright, President and CEO of AEDC, thanks so much for your insight on this tonight. Thank you. All right, still ahead this evening, it is the beginning of the semester at the Alaska Military Youth Academy, and the students are settling in. Carly Shrek will take us inside the gates to talk to some of these families when we come back. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Well, high school is not easy. It becomes much more difficult if you fall behind. And a traditional classroom environment is not one size fits all, which is why the Alaska Military Youth Academy offers students a chance to catch up and thrive. For those who enroll, it's also a big change of scenery as students live on campus at J-Bear while getting a sense of the structure of what is active duty service. Carly Schreck caught up with some uh, cadets before they boarded the bus, taking them inside the gates for this spring semester. Leaving home is never easy. I'm really happy for her. I think it's going to be a really good experience. Um, it's just six months is a long time. We all have to fly the nest eventually. You don't like it? I don't like it. Yeah. But I know it's, uh, I know it's going to be good for her, you know. So uh, I'm excited for that, but I don't like it. But for Jamie Ebert and Dustin Herring, this goodbye to their daughter Kaylin is only temporary. I'm very close with my parents. The West High School sophomore, like all these kids here registering for AMIA, are in need of a bit of a boost and some structure. It's our 62nd class in our 30th year of operations at the Alaska Military Youth Academy. And we're bringing in candidates from all over Alaska to start their 22-week journey with us on campus. Over the next five and a half months, these candidates will grow into cadets through this quasi-military youth program that helps students both socially and scholastically. I was struggling a lot. I kept getting in trouble. I was, you know, not a very good kid. And I just, I think it would be good for me, you know, learn some discipline and 
um, credits. It's a similar story for East High junior Ayana Hamilton. I wasn't like always a good kid. You know, I, uh, in freshman year, I would like skip class a lot and do stuff I wasn't supposed to. And so I lost credits. For Brianne and Pauken Keys, it's a change of pace from her school in rural Alaska. Here, they discipline, they do physical fitness, coping skills, some pretty tough things that are what I don't get in St. Mary's. Kids from southwest to south central, northeast to southeast, and places in between. I came from Kenai. The program accepts students facing similar struggles from all over the state. Uh, I just feel like overall it'll be good for me and also like a break from the phone and everything from like the rest of the world, I guess. The Academy's director, David McFeeters, says the school is uniquely isolated to allow for personal and professional growth. It's a great opportunity for somebody that might make some, make some mistakes to do it in a safe environment where they can learn from them, pick themselves up, and keep moving. In order to keep moving, these young Alaskans now push themselves outside their comfort zones. I know it's going to be hard. I've heard a lot of good from it, so I'm just hoping I can take good from it. Choosing to make the changes to allow themselves to succeed. Inside the gates of J-Bear, Carly Shrek, Alaska's news source. Carly will be periodically checking in with those students throughout their semester to track their progress throughout the academy. And we wish them the very best of luck. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcast from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska News Source app.